Hey, what is good? And welcome to a bonus episode of Bobo's Block. Um, it's been a minute or so since I've done a bonus episode for you guys. I wanted to kind of get back into it. I promised you a couple of bonus episodes. I know I want, I need to do an episode on Loki, and I need to do an episode on Batwoman or so. But this is something that I couldn't, I couldn't sit on like until next week. I had to talk about it now because my God, oh my God, we will definitely talk about it. But let's go ahead. And start the bonus episode. So, um, if you're new to bonus episodes, we are not going to be doing any around the net. So, we're not going to be doing anything that's like um, extra fluff. or I wouldn't say fluff. We're not doing updates. We're not doing around the nets. It's not fluff. It's like the stuff that you guys like as well. I hope it's, I hope you like it. But, like, yeah. We're getting straight to the nerdgasm with, um, with the bonus episode. For those who are just joining us on the on the patreon i want to say welcome um i hope you guys are able to check this out and also check out a couple other posts and stuff go ahead and subscribe and like um a lot of the other past posts that are on the patreon as well there are some public posts there are some patreon exclusive posts and of course you guys can sign up for the patreon and get these patreon exclusive exclusive content right up on your um on your emails and in your streams okay so why are we here um I watched the last episode of What If from Marvel, and I just need to talk with y'all because this is what the fuck y'all wanted. This is what you wanted since, like, oh, since I want to say, like, Age of Ultron, like, you guys wanted dark and gritty and and despair, and, and you wanted us fucking catching L's. In the last two episodes, last two episodes, four and five, you've gotten that. You've gotten that holy. So, I, I again, like I said, I need to go back and I need to go through an introspective of Loki. And I need to give you guys, like I said, that kind of full thing. But we're, we're going to jump ahead to um, What If. What If has like nine episodes, I heard. We're only on episode five. So, we have four more episodes to go. But these last two episodes have been holy fucking traumatizing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, let's go ahead and um, if you haven't don't know what what if is we introduced the concept of the multiverse back in loki again we'll talk about that later um another bonus episode but like with multiverse everything is possible anything happened just by the slightest change of say like a moment or like or like let's take the first position um first episode for for um example peggy walked out of the room this time she stayed this time, Steve gets shot. Like, small things change for bigger ripples to happen. It's the butterfly effect. Um, episode 2 was dope because you got to see T'Challa bring universal galactic peace to everybody. Like he, he's, T'Challa is legitimately the nicest person you'll ever meet in any universe. He's so lovely, so wonderful. So, episode 3 got a murder mystery we don't know who's out here killing killing the would-be avengers and then we find out what's going on but there's a a a, a ending to it there's an upbeat ending to it because we got to see that just because our first round drafts were were murked and, and killed off we still had some hitters in our pockets like it's crazy to think that like okay if someone had just a little bit of information, hacked into a little bit of things, shield, they could have taken down the Avengers before they even before they even assembled. That's bananas, right? But we got the ending where Captain Marvel came back hella early. You found Captain America's shield, or or what I assume would have been Captain America Steve Rogers. We don't know. Um, 
we have a lot of things that they could have set up or so in that whole thing, in that whole universe. Um, even with um, even with episode two, the T'Challa Star Lord episode that ended off on a really fucked up note because Ego, the Living Planet, found Peter Quill, and he found Peter Quill after like where he's not a hero, he's just some random dude working at Dairy Queen. So we were fucked. Um, yeah, he <laughs> Ego's plan in that universe would have gone off without a hitch would have been flawless and we all would have been absorbed in the ego but yeah that leads me into episode four episode four um was like what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hands and that's an interesting concept because you're like if he has no heart he can't live they were talking metaphorically what if he lost the love of his life and what if that drove him to madness? And that was just the little spark that it needed. They showed a version of Doctor Strange where he literally relived the murder of his like his greatest love over and over and over and over again, trying to change things. But everything he kept doing, she died. He didn't show up. She died. He let her drive. She died. He did this one little thing at the party. She died. She like no matter what he did, he could not save her, and it was driving him mad. And it it took the astral projection of the of the ancient one to come back and be like, yo, this is a fucking absolute point in time. Like this is a if you're a Doctor Who fan, this is a fixed point in time. This can't be changed. I'm sorry. If if this doesn't happen, you don't become Sorcerer Supreme. So this has to happen. And he just couldn't live with that. He he traveled everywhere to find um, the, the source of something to bring her back. And that's how he became Doctor Strange. But it, when he got to this point, he was like, I know exactly where I need to go. And he went to an ancient lost library and he studied for centuries in, in like a frozen time bubble, studied for centuries. And the thing is, he it, it tried to show him the right path because he met um, the keeper of the library there. And he was like, yo, <laughs> you, you can't fight death, man. Like, it's, it's all right. Like, even when he was like doing his whole bubble time thing and like reading every book, reading everything or whatever, he was like, yeah, um, I'm dying. He was like, what? Why are you dying? He's like, you put yourself in a time loop or bubble for like centuries. I decided to live my life. I'm happy. He was like, death is an inevitable thing. You have to let people go. And that literally was the lesson of this entire thing. Like, let her go. But he was already too far gone. He had been absorbing demons and, and monsters and, and fucking spirits. And he was just like twisted beyond repair. And the ancient one knew that only Doctor Strange could stop Doctor Strange. So she went back literally a millisecond before he made that decision and got the other alternate version of him in that same timeline. Because multiverse, it's always there's always a yin and yang to every consequence of choice we make. I have this awkward, like, it's like a weird sixth sense of like, I know that I'm making this choice here, but I feel like in another timeline or something like that, this is happening. Or like I broke my leg over here or something happened. I got in a car accident. Like, it, it, it's just like glimpses in my head. Just like, it's literally 
just what if in my head. And I know it's not real. It's just like my, my subconscious, like imagining scenarios, things, how to play out. And just because I'm a very vividly imaginative person, like you, you I like, oh, like it, it hits. <laughs> so, yeah, so I understand that every decision that you make has a two-way street. Sometimes it's a three- or four-way, like it branches off. Every decision branches off into another decision, and everything has its equal and opposite. So she got the one that was like right before he made the decision. He, on that, Dr. Strange chose not to do it. And he noticed that the world was fucking dissolving around him. Like, it was just tearing apart. And he had to figure out why. And the ancient was like, hey, you did this. He was like, what the fuck? He's like, well, not you. Another you. And I need you to stop this nigga. And they went and had an all-out battle, all-out magic battle. But the evil Doctor Strange was way too strong. I think they called him Supreme Strange or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, he was way too strong. And um, it is a lovely thing. To see, like, hey, not every time, not every time the good guys don't win. But this was bad. This was bad. This was like he absorbed Steven. And, like, he he, he was like, all right, I finally have enough power to do what the fuck I want. So let's go ahead. And, like, she was like, dude, stop. You're literally destroying the fabric of time and space. Please, let's just let it go. And he's like, never. I have to bring her back. I have to keep her alive and he he's like i'm doing this for her and my whole thing was like would she even want this would she even want what you're doing to be happening right now i don't think she would um so we get to the point he's finally absorbed the good doctor strange and he's like fuck yeah let's do this shit goes back to the time of here where she dies resurrects her brings her completely back unscathed but he's like some weird demonic form of Doctor Strange at this point. Like, because he's absorbed so many, like, evil spirits and shit of that nature. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, shirt, oh, I love you. And she's like, where am I? What the fuck is happening? And then he realizes that the universe is crumbling around him. That everything is disintegrating into nothingness. He tries to put up a magical barrier, a bubble. And he's like, oh, my God. So what if does this thing there is narrated by the watcher, but the watcher is always there because, again, he's telling the story to us. Um, and this is the only time where any character got to interact with the watcher. And it was a very crazy moment because, like, the watcher's like, I could stop this, but I won't because that's not the 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 timeline or this is not the the outcome for this um universe this universe has to play its part in the grand scheme because if i save this universe that will throw off every other universe and everything will fucking collapse so i'm just gonna let this shit play out and as the universe is collapsing steven looks up he says you could help help me stop this he said no the arrogance of your ways has brought this upon yourself and you have to live with these consequences and the woman that he did all of this shit for that he tried to save so desperately bringing everything to a constant explosion point was now disintegrating in his arms with the rest of the universe so no matter what he did she still dies
and it just left it to where he had a bubble around himself in the middle of nothingness. You can be the most powerful being in in this universe, but you still can't stop an absolute point in time. And if you do, you've destroyed everything to where literally you've really solved nothing. That's why they say you can't fuck with absolute points in time. That's why you can't stop a fixed point in your timeline. Again, that was crazy. Again, that was we we took an L. Like I was like, bam! Like a whole universe gone. And I was like, it it can't be that bad next week. It won't be that bad next week. It's just like we we can't have two two crazy ass stories. And yes, we did. We got. The highly anticipated Marvel Zombies What If. This is honestly what a lot of people were waiting for when they first announced What If was Marvel Zombies. And they did this so well. So, I mean, if you if you like zombie movies, you know you have your walkers, you have your runners, you have like all this different types of zombies or whatever. But these fucking zombies here were the worst. So technically they weren't zombies. They were people who were infected with a quantum virus. This is something that happened um that happened because in this universe Janet Van Dyne was sir overcome with the quantum energy and had a quantum virus inside of her. So when she was found, she attacked Hank Pym and literally he went back and he attacked Scott and he attacked like um, all the people and affected all San Francisco. It spread to all around the world. And, and, and the thing is, this is the second time that Hank, Hank Pym has fucked us over. Literally, the the episode three, the murder mystery was Hank Pym. He fucked us over there. In episode five, this all happened because Hank Pym came back and bit a nigga. Like Hank Pym is literally trash in the What If universe. Like I I, I love Ant Man. I love comic book Hank Pym. But this Hank Pym, Michael Douglas Hank Pym, MCU Hank Pym, and these universes are fucking trash. Like my God, why is everything revolving around you, bro? So. We get to the point where we're now um, being put into the story. And um, this started when Bruce Banner was thrown back to Earth by Hemdall through the, the Bifrost. And he landed in Doctor Strange's house. And it was... <sighs> when I tell you it was a great way to start it because you're like, okay, like this is... Like this is fine. We're, we're, this is not too bad. Like the streets are empty or whatever, because you knew zombies were coming, but you didn't know how they were coming. So it it starts off like it was the same. Um, Bruce Banner wakes up. He's like, Thanos is coming. Thanos is coming, but nobody's there. He's like, I need clothes. Puts on one of the monk uniforms. Walks out. Sees nobody on the street. And then Ebony Ma, and I can't remember the other one. Um. I forget, but it's the two, it's the, um, the two that came down from the black, black hair. Oh, let me look this up. Cause I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> All right. Did, 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 try to get it. Yeah. It was Cull of Obsidian. I wanted to say Obsidian, but yeah. So Ebony Ma and Cull Obsidian All right. of the Black Order. And they were the ones who 
were literally there confronting um, or are doing their little, oh, rejoice because you will now become children of Thanos thing. Um, and it was just Bruce Banner. And Bruce Banner did the whole scene where he was like, all right, big guy, let's get up out of here. No. And he's like, oh, fuck. But then, strangely, <laughs> strangely, um, uh, a mystical portal opened up. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, cool. Bet. And then you saw Tony Stark, like, pow, blasting nigga. And we were like, oh, bet. All right, lit. It's going down. And you were like, yeah, they're beating them. And they're beating them up. And then and then they start eating them. And then they're, they're ripping their flesh off. And, and Bruce is like, that's a little overkill, guys. And then the smoke clears. And you see that there is a zombified Tony Stark. A zombified Wong and a zombified Doctor Strange. And now you also have a zombified Ebony Maw and zombified Call Obsidian. Like, it went left very quickly. So here's the thing that I hate about these zombies. So we not only get these fucking zombies who are relentless and horde-minded... But if you were a superhero or if you had powers, you retain all of the abilities and all of the knowledge of how to use it. That is the scariest shit in the world. You're literally going up against superpowered zombies. Tony Stark, zombie in his full ass suit. Wong and Strange casting full ass spells, just going in. And even Ebony Ma retained his telepathic powers. Call Obsidian retained, like, of course he's going to retain the strength, but like, they, like, it's bonkers on how they decided that, yeah, let alone making them zombies. Let's let them retain all of their abilities and feats. Let's let them retain all of their powers. Holy fuck. This is what y'all wanted. This, you wanted them to go dark. You wanted them to go rated R. They're going they're going there because this episode everybody fucking caught L's like anybody like we we got we got some hope because of course hope actually survived the attack of Hank of Hank Pym um she had gathered up as many people as she could she had gotten Sharon Carter she had gotten um Bucky she had gotten together with um Kurt from Ant-Man yay um, she got Peter into the mix or so, Peter Parker. This was after, because of course, like I said, this is, this is technically, um, Infinity War. So Peter had joined the Avengers by then, or he had been offered to join the Avengers by then and he had declined. Um, and if you remember in Infinity War, they went up into space. Tony was like, ha ha, you're an Avenger now, kid. That didn't happen. Cause Tony's a fucking zombie. So, um, we got to the point where we killed um, all three of the zombies. And they were like, all right, come on, Bruce. Let's go. And they kind of explained what was going on. So we get to the point where um, you see Okoye. Okoye is there. And he's like, oh, it's a strange time for you to join the fight now, General. And she's like, well, the Black Panther's gone missing. And we were like, damn. They got my nigga Chitala. He feels like he went on an, um, an assignment of the Avengers trying to find something. And he we have not heard from him. So this is the second time we've lost T'Challa in What If. Literally, y'all niggas need to keep up with my boy. What is happening? Um, <laughs> we get to uh, 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 a notion that someone has found a cure. But the, the signal is very scrambled. And like we, we don't know where it's originating from. 
And um, <laughs> my my homie Happy is there, and he's like, "Well, shit, we got to figure this out." And then um, Bruce, he he kind of deciphers that where this could be. Ask Sharon about any bases that she'll could have, and she was like, "Yeah, this base in New Jersey." And Happy's like, "Well, fuck, the end of the world. Now we got to go to New Jersey." <laughs> so they decide to catch a train from New York to New Jersey. Um, I think this train was also probably like souped up. It was a shield train. And they had to get through a horde at Central Station. And it was not good. Because, like, again, we started losing niggas. So we um, got to the point where, where we... Where we got there, and then Okoye was like, let's split up. And Peter was like, have you not seen any horror movies? And she's like, we don't have horror movies in Wakanda. Our horror movies are, are American reality TV. And I was like, ah. So we get to the point where we're doing the split up thing, and it goes bad very quickly. Sam Smith, I mean, Sam Wilson comes in, fucking guns are blazing. He, he tries to take out Okoye and them. Um... Again, it, with these full retention of how to use all of your equipment and shit, Sharon Carter and Happy go down to investigate. Happy is, like, singing and dancing, being his little goofy self, and then he gets fucking shot in the wrist with an arrow. And he gets fucking pulled all the way back. And I was like, that had to be fucking Hawkeye. And it was. Hawkeye with deadly-ass aim as a zombie. Why do y'all want this? Why, why did you... So, Sharon, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. So, she got shot in the arm. T- she got shot in the shoulder, too. Stuck to the goddamn brick wall. Had to blast hop- happy in the face or zombie happy in the face. Um, Peter is like, fuck, they got happy. And she she took off, like, the little Iron Man glove that happy had to kind of protect herself and stuff. <sighs> it was like, we, we it was, it was bad. And then you thought it couldn't get any, wo- couldn't get any worse. So, we <laughs> we learn again about the about the virus is transmitted through saliva and stuff like that or whatever. So that I knew that was gonna come back later on in the episode. So we're on the train, and we were like, okay, we we're going to Jersey. But then you hear, and Sharon goes to investigate because she's white woman, <laughs> investigated alone because. Cause horror movie, and she gets attacked, and Bucky's like fuck. So he's he's coming in, gun drawn, and he goes, "I think you've had enough, Cap." And I was like, "No, no," because if you if you watch the episode, they go to the flashback for when they first get to encounter the horde or the Avengers first encounter the horde. Cap is there, and he's like, "Avengers, ow!" And you see. That he's bitten by a tiny ass Hank Pym, and he bloop, flies off, and then that's the first Avenger to be bitten was Captain America. So we get there, and Captain is gnawing on her insides like, <laughs> so he's like, "All right, let's do this shit." So he starts fighting Captain America, and then Sharon. <laughs> the funniest shit was Sharon comes out. And then she's like, ah, Bucky just fucking stiffs on me like, bitch, move. Like, <laughs> fighting my friend right now. Like, <laughs> I don't have time for you. So um, they go at it, and Bucky fucking, like, he doesn't decapitate him. He, he slices him in half 
with the shield and then kicks him off the train. He's like, I think that's the end of the line for you, bro. And I was like, oh, that shit hurt. So um, Sharon again tries to attack him, but Hope flies into Sharon's mouth in small form. And then, like, Hope it goes big and, Pow, yeah, all right, we did it. So I got Sharon all over me. Can you walk me off? And they were like, fuck. They were like, what? You got a problem, Hope. And Hope has a scratch in her suit and a scratch on her arm. And she just got out of a zombie's mouth. That's not good. So she started feeling sick and everything. And then all of a sudden the train runs out of fuel. And we're almost there, but not too far. But between us and the goddamn facility is a giant fucking horde of zombies. Just there, chilling. And um, Hope is like, yeah. I don't know if we, she's like, damn, I don't, I don't think I'm going to make it, bro. And Peter's like, yo, I can't, like, this is going to be, it's going to be okay, man. She's like, how do you have so much optimism? And he's like, I've seen a lot of people die and I'm just, I'm just holding out hope. He's like, I watched my Aunt May, Uncle Ben, my mom, my dad, Mr. Stark, now happy. Like a lot of people have died in my life. And I really feel for this Peter because so many people have died in this episode alone and then add on the fact that he had to watch his aunt may turn into a zombie he probably had to watch all of his friends turn into a zombie he had to watch tony stark turn into a zombie and he's just trying to make it as best as he can he is his upbeat optimism he's still your friendly neighborhood spider-man and holy shit this child is traumatized so i hope it's like you guys won't be able to make it through that horde but you can make it over it. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you see, Hope gianting herself, like she's giant womaning herself, and walks them through the horde. And the horde's like climbing up her legs, climbing up her back, on her butt, like they were like climbing up her shoulders and stuff. But she makes it just long enough to um, drop them inside the fence of the facility. And then we were like, okay, boom, bet, let's go. And then Hope gets overtaken by the zombies. And I was like, girl, you better turn yourself small before you die. Please turn yourself small before you die. And it was like, this is going to come back to bite us if she's a giant person. We just going to have a giant ass zombie walking the earth. And, and she falls to the ground and stuff like that. So we're like, fuck. Hope is dead. And we get into the facility, and we're like, and Bucky goes, why aren't they scaling the fence? And Peter's like, they don't have to. And there's a giant gaping hole in the fence. But the zombies are just standing there. Just standing there. And we're like, okay, this is awkward. Let's go inside. So they go inside, and they find Vision. Are they on the phone? Vision comes out to see them, I believe, first. Yeah. Vision comes out and meets him. And they're like, oh, shit, Vision. He's like, yeah. The best thing um, about being an android is that I'm not on the menu. And then they were like, oh, wow. And he's like, oh, it's the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone is stopping these zombies from coming to towards you. He's like, yeah. Because, like, apparently it sends off frequency that's um keeping them at bay or, or stops the virus for a little bit so then he's like yeah i've been running tests and experiments trying to see if i can cure it and he's like i think i've kind of gotten it like you think and then he shows that scott 
Lang has been revived and, and he's just ahead and they kind of Futurama'd him because he's in like this glass jar. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, Scott Lang is alive and he's like making puns and shit because that's all you can do in a zombie apocalypse at this point, bro. Just make puns. Um, so we get to the point where Bucky's like, I'm going to go find um, some help or whatever. I'm going to look around. And he's like, I don't think you'll like what you find, Mr. Barnes. And I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to He was like, yeah, I don't think you're going to like what you find, Mr. Barnes. He's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? So Bucky is walking around, and he stumbles upon Wanda, a zombified Wanda in, like, a cage. And then you hear a voice, ah, oh, Bucky. He's like, oh, shit, it was T'Challa. So firstly, let's stop here. We all thought that when they said Chatwin Bozeman did his um his lines for the Black Panther character in What If, we just thought it was just his episode. No, Chatwick also was able to finish up these lines and these were literally his last lines in in the MCU altogether, which is a very touching thing. I love that we weren't even thinking about that. And honestly, I hate that this was his last performance as T'Challa. But goddamn, hopefully they bring him back in another episode because they've been doing that. They have they don't tell you who's in the episode until you watch the opening credits. So maybe he'll show up in another episode. We'll see. But um, it's so funny because T'Challa is laying on the thing and he's like one leg is gone. And, like, he's, like, bandaged up and shit. And he's, like, who did this? He was, like, we came here thinking that it was, um, thinking it was someone found a cure. It was, it was a trap. We need to run. And he picks up T'Challa and they take off. And somebody was, like, putting two and two together in, in the main room. I think it was Bruce Banner. And he was, like, he was, like, vision. Because, yeah, it was Bruce Banner talking to Peter. He was, like. Hey, Peter, I, I I don't think we're the first people to find out that Vision, like, we're not the first people to answer the signal. And he's like, well, maybe they, they're, like, going out for pizza or something. And then um, <laughs> Vision comes up. I really wish you wouldn't have found that, Dr. Banner. I was like, nigga, what? So then he's like, what is this Vision? And the T'Challa comes out. It's a trap. And Okoye was like, oh, no, my panther. So, Vision has been luring people into his little trap, feeding them to Wanda, and just whoever he can, like, figure out how to cure, he can. But he figured out the cure, but he can't cure Wanda because her powers are resisting it. This is the darkest shit in the world. Like, Vision has literally no morals, so he... He, he didn't think, he just thought this was trying to save Wanda. He loves Wanda beyond anything. And they, like, <laughs> Stephanie Williams was, like, on, on Instagram today, like, these niggas are made for each other. They both do toxic fucking shit and, and, and call it love. Like, what the hell? Like, oh, they are, they are the right amount of toxic for each other. So we, we get to the point when we realize that Wanda... Is goddamn it out of her cage because Bucky shot it and broke the glass. And he's like, Oh shit, you've awakened her. And she hasn't eaten in days. And we were like, Nigga, what? Like, <laughs> it's so bad. So Wanda is out on the loose, and everybody's like, All right, we gotta, we gotta beat this bitch back. We gotta get out of here. And Vision is sitting there looking dumbfounded, and he's like, Yo, Vision. 
the Bruce Banner is like, just help us get the fuck out of here. You can keep like, we don't want to kill her. Just help us get out of here. And because they were like, why haven't you killed her? He's like, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to kill her. And it's just so crazy because you're you couldn't kill her, but you will feed her. You will make sure she's she's satiated. Like what the fuck, Vision? Like oh my god. So we get to where Vision lets them out. He breaks a whole big hole in the thing, and he's like a Quinjet's over there. Get to it. You guys can make it to Wakanda because Wakanda is literally the last beacon of humanity left. Those are the literal words that Okoye said. We Wakanda has the has the tools and everything to make the mind stone um work the right way it's the last beacon and the shields held held up and nobody can get in there so we get to the point where um we start losing niggas again um <laughs> bucky spidey um bruce and now scott and um, Okoye are like, all right, we got to get the fuck up out of here. It's Chala carrying him out or whatever, right? And then we're, we're beating Wanda back. Bow, 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 bow. And then we're leaving, but then Okoye gets trapped by Wanda in her, in her powers. And Okoye looks at T'Challa. He's like, no. And she says, my king, Wakanda forever. And then, shoo, gone. And we're like, all right, we can't, we can't lose nobody else. So then Bucky is like, yo, fucking run. No, Bucky. Why? So this nigga Bucky tries to bow up on Wanda and it does not go to plan. She fucking flings Bucky. Like that nigga disappeared. He's Super Smash Brothers. Bing, disappeared into the fucking sky. I don't know if he'll survive that or whatever. Even then, like, I don't, it's just, it's a wrap for Bucky. Um, and then Peter, T'Challa, Scott make it into the thing. And Bruce is like, all right. I, all right, no, 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 no. Forgot, I almost missed something. So, the reason why we're, we're also getting fucked, because Vision's like, he's like, all right, go to the Quinjet. He's like, yo, you're not coming? He's like, no, I have to atone for my sins, and I can't feel, like, I can't make myself leave her. So Vision rips out his own Mind Stone and just hands it to goddamn Bruce. And then falls to his death. Because, you know, so... <laughs> we lost Vision. Wanda sees that, goes ape shit. She's like, you motherfuckers all have to die. So that's when Bucky sacrifices himself. Bruce is like, I can buy you some time. Because Bruce was attacked by a horde and got bitten. But then the Hulk arm came up. Hulk is immune to viruses and like shit like that. Because the Hulk's healing factor is so crazy that like he, he if he gets bit or whatever he probably won't like turn into a zombie he'll just be injured for a little bit and then boom back to normal so and I, and also a hulk zombie i couldn't i couldn't deal with that what the entire fuck so bruce is like i can buy you some time and then peter goes please i cannot afford to lose another friend my nigga 
He was like, I know I'm not an Avenger, but holy shit. Like, I can't take this. So Bruce is like, don't worry, kid. I got this. So Bruce is like, all right. Hey, big guy. Now would be the perfect time to come out. You could be the hero. It wouldn't be nice for you to be the good guy for a change. Everybody's like nice to you and stuff. And he's like running into this horde and horde starting to get on top of him. And then all of a sudden, Hulk finally blotches out of it. And I was very happy to see Hulk. Because again, he can't get zombified. So cool. And Hulk starts fighting Wanda. Holy shit. It was a bond burner. Like it, it, it was going, it was going in. So the Quinjet takes off, but then as I told you, comes back to bite us in the ass. Giantified, zombified, Hope Pym wakes up and starts to grab for the goddamn plane. And Scott's like, oh no, Hope. Yeah, nigga, Hope. And they they were able to get her off the plane and boom, zoom out. But like, there's a giant fucking zombie walking the earth now. We have to deal with that. And then there, then because <laughs> Peter called us, the guy was like, "Woo, we're out of here, Scott Free." He's like, "Don't jinx it." And then they get out from Hope. And then Scott says, "Yeah, if I'm gonna make it to Wakanda, we're gonna be all right." About twenty minutes out, and I was like, "God damn it, he jinxed it again." So T'Challa is talking about getting to Wakanda and be happy to be back and things of that nature. And then they zoom in to Wakanda and you see bodies flailing about the shield. And then you zoom into it more and then there's Thanos zombified with the rest of the Black Order and the Demon Dogs zombified in Wakanda. Like, nigga, we can't win! Like, why? Why did y'all want this? Why did y'all want this? Did you just want to be depressed? Did you want it to be just like, why did you want this? This is what you want. Like, I am legitimately traumatized by these last two episodes. And I'm still going to watch the rest of this goddamn series because, holy fuck, this was very good. Very well written. Like, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. <sighs> um, Another quick shout out. Um, The Matrix just released their new trailer for the matrix resurrections and this movie has been kind of like okay we don't know what it's going to be like um we're going to go ahead and see like what could they do it's the matrix whatever right it's the matrix but i'm here to tell you please 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 go watch that trailer i expected to be entertained i was fucking moved like it gave me such nostalgic vibes it gave me the same feeling that i had watching the original matrix trailer i loved every second of it there's deep cuts there are easter eggs there are new people that are going to be joining us there are some old faces that you didn't even recognize there are some new horizons that are to come i am excited as fuck for december 22nd for when the matrix resurrections comes out all right I think I'm going to go ahead and end it off here um, for the bonus episode. This is about, like, I think I got everything out. Like, but again, go check out What If for Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Not a not a sponsorship or anything. Please sponsor me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, and also check out that Matrix Resurrections trailer. If you are on here and you're not subscribed to the Patreon, go ahead and give us a look out. Like, all it takes is, like, a dollar 
or even like I said, um, whatever form of donation that you want to give, there's custom donation option. There's um, options for five, ten, twenty-five, whatever amount that you feel comfortable with supporting me. It would be a real big appreciative thing. Um, I want to say thank you to all the patrons who are here, and thank you to everyone who came in to listen to this bonus episode. So, from your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Babo, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.